there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live with you from downtown Las Vegas, the Circa Resort and Casino. Can't wait for tonight. Week one gets underway. The backyard brawl is back, baby. And the coverage is going to start at 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 Pacific on ESPN. And the man heading that coverage, Reese Davis, joins us now. Reese, thanks so much for the time today. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Looking forward to the brawl tonight. It's, it's about time. It's been 11 years since they played, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, what looking do you, forward to that. How, how special is this for you when you go to spots like this? And you're not going to be in Pittsburgh you know, for a game every single week. But when you go to a special spot like this, it's not the SEC, it's not the Big Ten, but it's a huge, like, local and, you know, the regional rivalry. How special is it for you to be on set for a game like this? It's going to be really cool, and I think it's going to feel like some of those environments that you mentioned. The listed capacity of the now-named Acrisure Stadium is 68,400. They sold standing room only tickets, and the record currently uh, for the stadium is uh, 69, 963 or something like that, 983, somewhere in that neighborhood for a Penn State game in 2016. They think they're going to have more than 70,000 people Mm. in the stadium tonight when you include the standing room only. On the secondary market, the West Virginia fans have, have 
dominated the secondary market sales. So they're going to be well represented, you know, 75, 80 miles between uh, where I'm sitting in Pittsburgh and Morgantown. It's, it's going to be electric. It'll probably be a little feisty because both sides have, have spent time sort of um, indoctrinating their players on the significance of this rivalry because they were all, um, you know, they were all in elementary school, if not earlier, the last time these two teams played. So uh, there, there's been some learning, even I think uh, among the two head coaches here, about the significance of this rivalry. Mm-hmm. And it means a lot to people, and I think that'll be evident in the stadium tonight. I like the quarterback angle. To each team, new quarterback, USC transfers. Yeah. Uh, how about that? What kind of, I mean, I know you guys like to play the numbers. What kind of odds could you've gotten a few years ago <laughs> that uh, two guys in the USC quarterback room would be, uh, would be under center to uh, reignite the backyard brawl all the way across the country? Yeah, you know? <laughs> absolutely. And it, would be the third, and it would be the third stop for JT Daniels. But that's sort, of, that's sort of where we are in this quarterback era now. I think nearly, I think it's 45%, but uh, approaching half of the starting quarterback to open the season in the FBS um, started their careers elsewhere. And, and you have yeah. a few guys. Have a handful of guys who have double transferred, including uh, JT. As the season really gets going tonight, Reese, you have the big four. I mean, you want to put Clemson in there, that's fine, but certainly Alabama's a freight train, Georgia and, and Ohio State with the hype and head and shoulders above everyone. And if you want to put Clemson in that mix, can you make a case? How many teams can you make a case for then to, to jump in and, and make the playoff? Well, I, I favor Utah uh, to make the playoff, and they have a big test on Saturday night uh, opening at Florida. Now, I think Florida at this juncture has shown us nothing other than, you know, scouts talking about Anthony Richardson and his talent, but to suggest they're anything more than a middle-of-the-road SEC team. And if you're a playoff contender, uh, even in extreme humidity and heat, you should be able to go in and win that game, and I expect that Utah will. So I think that Utah is a team that will be a legitimate playoff contender. Um, I'm a little skeptical about Texas A&M because I want to see their quarterback play, but they've got uh, a lot of the a lot of the other components that you would want if you were going to make a playoff run. Certainly Clemson. Again, uh, they need consistent play in the quarterback position, mm-hmm. but they've got new coordinators. But I, I don't think it's much of a stretch to say that Clemson uh, could be a playoff team. Outside of that. Um, I don't think I'm forgetting anyone else. Maybe Michigan, uh, but I think outside of those uh, eight or so, whatever that is, it would be pretty surprising to me to see a playoff team rise from from any of the others. So no team like a Cincinnati this year. And I think that was a perfect storm because they had to play Indiana and Notre Dame, so the schedule set up if they were going to win those games, they would have a chance. But no team like that exists, you think, this year? No, I think there are teams that could be in that realm. I really like Houston. I like Cincinnati again, too, to be honest. Oh. I think they've built a program there. They just don't, they don't have or didn't have just a good team. They've got a good program, so they're going to be good, and they will challenge Arkansas, and it wouldn't stun me if they win that game, um, which is a difficult opener for them and, and more difficult than their uh, Power 5 road game last year against an Indiana team that didn't win a single game in the Big Ten. Um, you know, that sort of backfired, but Cincinnati had built enough equity that they were able to overcome it. But I think those two are good. I think I actually also believe that BYU is is really really good, and BYU has the type of schedule that you were talking about that could uh-huh. that could allow them to build some momentum. Now they don't have any margin for error. They have to you know they have to win all of their games. 
But, um, you know, that's a, that's a club that has a lot of experience coming back. They've got their quarterback and Jaron Hall returning. Uh, they play, they play Baylor next week at home. They've got, they've got a road game at Oregon. They've got Notre Dame. They've got Arkansas. They've got, you know, I don't know how good Stanford's going to be. I'm calling their game next week against USC. So I'll see them firsthand, but BYU plays Stanford. Mm -hmm. So there will be a lot of power five opponents on BYU's resume should they be able to go through undefeated or maybe with one close loss. That would be one that would be worth worth keeping an eye on if you're looking for a, a real flyer from the outside in that Cincinnati vein. I think BYU would be one of those mm. teams as well. 6 p.m. Eastern tonight, Backyard Brawl ESPN. Reese Davis, our guest, check out the pregame. It'll be a fantastic game tonight. Where are you at with the, the Lincoln-Riley dynamic here of now? What will he do with USC? Can he turn it around right away? And what does Oklahoma look like then? Uh, I, I'll answer the second part first. I think Oklahoma is going to be really good. They've got a Dylan Gabriel, a transfer quarterback who I love. And he did his mm-hmm. best work when uh, early in his career, the earliest part under Jeff Levy, who was then offensive coordinator at UCF. Dylan's thrown for you know, 8,000 yards and 70 touchdowns in his career. So I think Oklahoma will still be explosive and dynamic on offense, and Levy's one of the better offensive coordinators in the country. You know, Venables is going to put together a solid defense. I do think it will take a little while to, you know, to round into the Oklahoma of old simply because they lost so much talent through the transfer portal. Some of that talent went to USC with Lincoln Riley. My question about Lincoln is not whether, that, whether they will be a powerhouse eventually. I do believe that will happen. But immediately, we're asking him to do something, and he's a really bright, uh, terrific young coach, offensive coach. Um, but he was, he was handed the keys, I've said several times, referred to it as a Lamborghini. Bob Stoops had that thing really finely tuned mm-hmm. when Lincoln was handed the keys. Now, did he drive the heck out of that car? Absolutely, he did. But now you're asking him to do something that's difficult. You're asking him not only to restore a proud program that's been fractured in many ways. But you're also asking him to pull together a ton of personalities in a short period of time. High-profile transfers who, and I don't want this misunderstood, I'm not characterizing the players of the transfers as selfish, but typically when you you are a high-profile transfer, whether it be Caleb Williams or Jordan Addison or even some of the other uh, players like, like a guy who's really assumed a leadership role for them, Shane Lee, who transferred from Alabama because he wasn't really um, you know, a full-time starter at Alabama, but, but a very talented player. Not that those guys aren't team guys. I believe they are. But there's also that competing dynamic of they're there for their touches or their starts or their snaps or their tackles or whatever it might be. And it's a challenge to make sure that all of those things mesh in a way that is good for the team immediately transfers may be the greatest guys in the world but they transferred because they were looking for a greater opportunity or something to enhance their profile or a fresh start but there's there's a reason and and i'm in favor of this but there's a reason that they've moved and a lot of it has to do with enhancing their personal situation and that can be challenging especially when you're trying to establish your program in the first year that's why I'm a little more skeptical and hesitant about USC this year, but, but I do acknowledge they have tremendous talent, particularly at the quarterback and, and receiver position. 
You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Reese Davis. And, of course, the coverage again for the Backyard Brawl begins tonight on ESPN at 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Pacific. And it's going to be must-watch television for sure with the game and college football now back with week one. Uh, Reese, we love having you on the show. Thanks for the time today. Thank you for having me, guys. Enjoy. Yep. Yeah, this, I love the regional matchups like this and the rivalries in college football. It's uh, what has made the sport so that in college basketball. So good over the last, you know, yep. countless years. Oh, they don't like each other. No, oh, no, no absolutely it was, not. It was unfortunate. It's, uh, it, it was off for 11 years. It's separated by 75 miles. I mean, you just see it was Slovis. I mean, what does he know? He comes in, oh. the new quarterback at the, at the pep rally, whatever you want to call it, and on the mic, bleep him. You know, there is West uh, Virginia says. there was an unbelievable story on Sports Illustrated yesterday documenting what it's been like over well going back 15 years to when again West Virginia was going to play in the national title game and they they lost as a 30 point favorite to Pitt that night 13-9 people just they're, they're still not over the loss 15 and how why would you be if you live in that area right and this is why it's so it, they call it like they're, they're the country folks taking on the you know the players in the big city of Pittsburgh and so they don't like them, yeah. and it's their one time to really, really shine in this day and age in college football. And because they were great He's, under Rodriguez, right? And uh, how that completely yeah. flipped Rodriguez's career. It's once in a lifetime. It happened yet one year with South Florida. That was the same year, same year South Florida. And how about with uh, Louisville? Brian? Oh, Brown that was team? right around the same time. Yeah, they went were to, they they went were to awesome. Rutgers on a night game. They were. Yeah, I mean, we're talking like. Second, third in the country oh, late absolutely. in the season. A real shot that to was, like get, get, have a chance to play for the national title. That's the college football was off the rails then. Some of the players for West Virginia have never been back. Oh, they can't go. Oh. I mean, it's been 15 years. Oh, boy. Pressure. We'll, we'll recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare (laughs) 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Welcome aboard Bacardi. Win Some, Lose Some presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Bacardi Spiced Rums blended with natural flavors and spices for a bold yet smooth taste. Please drink responsibly. All right, here we go. Serena, 2-1. to one. Uh, 60 cent move on the uh, favorite as well on her opponent, Contevet. And uh, people did to jump in and say, I get the goat here. At Daddy plus, take some of that. At plus two, yeah. at high at 225, have to bite. Soccer yesterday, West Ham, Tottenham draw, plus 270. MLB favorites went 10 and 5. Couple dogs that were barking, the Angels plus 175. Otani goes deep. Don't look now. The Rays are only six back. Oh, yeah. The Yankees went three and four on that Oakland Anaheim road trip. Come on. No bueno. So we were talking about the Blue Jays the whole time. Can they win the division? I know. We briefly mentioned the Rays, but. And that series starts Friday. Mm. Two of the next three series, those teams collide. Now you have McClanahan on the DL, but it it doesn't matter. Yankees offense, putrid, and anyone can beat them. Orioles plus 155. Had that wrong. McKenzie was was solid, but uh, Uh big win for the Orioles. Shut out the Guardians and Unders went ten and five last night in MLB as well. Subscribe, be one push. Subscribe, be part of the team. Vison.com, our radio and podcast friends. This is great. The owner goes into the store, and uh, someone is laying on the horn here. Okay, really stick guy. Come on, let's go. You think? Okay, what, what's the kid doing? <laughs> Look who it is. It's the dog in the front seat. Enough already. Let's go. And I love at the end where the owner is already out of the store, coming in, and right, right at the end. The, one more time, the dog lays on the horn. But let's go. You told me it'd be 30 seconds. She looks and it's like, who's laying on the horn for that? Oh, it's the dog. He's had enough. They, they put a disclaimer on it to, so people wouldn't freak out. Air conditioning was on in the car and it was oh, running. Oh, sure. Yeah, okay. right. Okay. Yeah, you got to do that, too. There was an incident out here. Guy was arrested. Uh, absolutely with a Husky. Very good. Uh, house porn. Very good follow on Twitter. I, oh, my. Again, right out of a movie. Look at this. Like built into the mountain? How the, or into the hill? Look at this concoction. Oh, a little dark to see, but that is that's that's like into it. Forget on the hill. It's like uh, on well, the on the cliff how that thing is built. It's got a helipad on top. Yeah, that's the best part. Okay. Way up top. Look at that. It's land there, Tony Stark. Could you live there? On a cliff? I, I couldn't do it. Side of a cliff? Nah, no way. I'd too, be too, too freaked risky? out. Something I don't know where it is, but something happened. Something goes wrong. All right. Sure. Yeah. Sure. No, nah, I would do it. Can't do it. Get some and, tremors from. 40 miles away in yeah, an earthquake? Right. No, thanks. You a big hibachi guy? I like that. The uh, teppanyaki, they cook right on. in front of you. Benihana? Uh, uh, yeah, how can you not be? Yeah, I love it, right? They th- look at this guy. Magic, just a magic trick. Comes in. Here's the egg. Spin it. Here we go. Only one. No problem. Make it dance. Get the little bowl. Cover it up. People said they've watched this over and over and over again, and they still can't. How did this happen? Okay, and then, they come, and then what happens? Then there's five eggs. He just uh. covers it up taps on it, and then 
takes the blit off and he's a magician. Five I don't, how did he pull this off? Does he does he somehow have ah, is that what it is? Does he grab break the bowl? Apart? No, like hold that. on, hold on. Watch. Okay. okay. In the when bowl? he when he grabs the bowl, right? There's four in there? There's four in there, and he cups it like this with his hand, and he's so quick with it, like the deception right there, you don't see the eggs in the bowl, and it's underneath, and he slides. Is, is he that good? Because, look, it's it's sitting right oh, side up might, when he grabs it. I don't know. It's got to be. There's space there, though. It's got to right, be. That, yeah? Yeah, you probably got it. Sure. Yeah, Great he's no, job. He's no David Blaine. <laughs> Very good. Uh, lose some. Frank B., professional sports better, one of the sharpest guys you're ever going to meet. He sent an email, ftm at vcin.com. Uh, if you if you took 30 seconds to look at each of the 380,000 objects on display in the Louvre in one visit, it would take four months, 11 days, and 23 hours to see them all. I went for the basics, he said. And I was waiting for my girl outside where everyone takes pictures, and uh, someone decided to unveil their work of art. Take off the shoes barefoot. Look at this. Is beauty really in the eye of the beholder? Frank. Frank, what? In his email, Frank's the best hanging out with the raccoons, man of the people. I mean, this is feeding the raccoons. He's something. That As is always, awesome. that's Very one good. gnarly foot that we're looking at right Yes, now. it is. Yep. And uh, I think this has made the show before. This is me. I mean, I could, again, get the cot, I'd fall asleep. But this is some bad sleep. The husky falls asleep with his neck on the stairs. He is out cold. Look at that sleeping arrangement. Poor fella. But he's out. I mean, look at that. Little puppy. Oh, yeah. How is he not sore for the next two weeks? I know. He, he's laying how down. Do you, how is that possible? With his neck up on the stairs, and he's out cold, the little guy. Good for him. couple bad beats. I was watching this. My God. Liverpool, Newcastle draw was plus 530. 1-1, 98th minute. Oh, sure. Eight minutes of extra time. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, just yeah. make it up. Uh, Liverpool scores to pull it out. And the Braves on the run line, minus 140. 3 nothing. two outs, nobody on top of the ninth. I, Man reaches I, and then a home run. Back in the game final. the entire time. Yep. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Please drink responsibly. Good job. Win some, lose some. Last night's betting action. Tonight, again, week one games. Just talk to Reese Davis. If you missed any of uh, the show so far today, Reese has been on. Mike Pritchard, Brad Powers was great for a half an hour. You can go get it on the podcast. Wherever you listen to your podcast, hat, subscribe, download to the Follow the Money podcast. Tonight, uh, Pittsburgh. Lane seven and a half at home against West Virginia. Total now down. I bet it under 54, 54 and a half a little while back. Okay. Now 51 and a half. Yeah. I think it's, I, I take the dog though. I think it's a little high. Oh, you do? I, 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 I'm not with Brad. Uh, Brad was great. I'm not with the anti Daniels crowd. Uh, and Browns raved about him as we played earlier. But you have a lot of uh, new weapons and, and new OC. Do know. So you also have Harold taking over OC with West Virginia. But uh, what, who's calling plays for Pitt? And now maybe more of a focused on the running attack, what Narduzzi wants to do. But a good game, can't stand each other. But I think in a rivalry, you could always, uh, if you can take eight, why not? Yeah, it was a special year a season ago for Pitt. I thought Pickett had a great resume to win the Heisman, actually, and he never got enough respect. Gone there, like you said. The OCs are new, the quarterback's new, et cetera. This is Pitt head coach Pat Narduzzi being honest. Like, I don't know what to expect tonight. Thursday will be the first opportunity we find out what we have. And, and that's a fact. That's not coach speak. Um, that's really how I feel. You know, how good a football team do we have? How good a football team do they have? There's a lot of unknowns. They got some transfers. We got some transfers. Um, we got new guys that they're looking at tape from somewhere else. There's a, just a ton of unknowns. It's one of the hardest games to prepare for, I think, in the openers because, you know, you have to prepare for so much um, offensively and defensively. And, you know, what did they put in in the offseason? Who knows? You know, we don't know. They don't know. Um, you know, we got wrinkles. 
I'm sure they'll have wrinkles, and uh, that's what makes openers so much fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's I think, right. I think yeah. he's being completely honest right there. Yeah. Also, you don't know. You're right. I mean, the media gets it wrong every year. Every preseason poll, the team in the top 10 usually has a losing record or around 500. And you saw that again with North Carolina. So there'll be big surprises. Who knows what to expect? And I also thought Brad Powers gave a great answer about the, the too much variance and trying to middle games, too. And great numbers about what to expect yeah. in week one. But uh, they had that close loss to Oklahoma. They lost three close games last year. Going six and seven, but a great game to start along with Penn State and Purdue. I would take I take the points here too because Brom has been awesome as a dog and also a home dog. Yeah, that's I have not made this bet yet, but I am seriously pondering a bet on Purdue plus three and a half at home. Again, because you can get more than the three right now. And I'm not going to be surprised yep. if it actually comes down to that. And a four point move uh, under money in this game as well. Yep. That's a good game. Yeah. Here is Penn State head coach, because you know how Purdue likes to play up tempo, a lot of passing. Here's James Franklin talking about the key to their offense. Biggest thing that I think we're going into this game with is, you know, with the mentality and understanding that we are going to have to be able to stop uh, the vertical passing game and the shots down the field. You know, everybody's trying to find ways to to be explosive. Uh, We'd like to be able to do it both in the run game and in the pass game. I think they would like to do the same thing as well, but it's obvious, you know, watching him and and his his programs over the years that typically it comes, you know, in the passing game. Brom's a better coach than Franklin. Yes. Yep. 11 and 11 straight up last 32 for Penn State. They have beat Purdue nine in a row, though, if if you're into that. But that's... uh, Straight up last 22. But, yeah, 11 and 11 straight up. I said that. What did I say? I think he said 32. Oh, but sorry. Yeah, it's neither here right. nor there. Yeah, right. you got it. But, but they have owned P- Purdue going back. Uh, Plonk picks. He does not mess around. Top horse racing plays. Express bet editor-in-chief. Delmar race three. He likes the three with this vow at eight to one. And at Saratoga race 10, he likes the two. Which ways on top at a juicy 10 to one? Get a $10 free bet when you sign up today with first bet. Beeson's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering on more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks. The first bet app's easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. VEASAN.com slash horses. Where do you personally stand on trying to middle big games like that? Like, let's say that you had Western Kentucky minus seven, minus seven and a half against Hawaii. Oh, I'd I buy back. You'd buy back? You yes, would at this would. point? You would, yeah. That's yes. automatic for you? Yeah. Yeah. It's automatic. Okay. Because you want to basically lock something in, take a shot at winning both. I mean, that's that's the dream, right? Is you want to win yeah, both it's hard bets? To win. It's hard to win, right? You yeah. need a creative in play, too. But uh, yeah. you also you see the problems with that as well. You want to do something in play, bam, next thing you know, especially college football. It's 14 to nothing, 10 minutes. If it's no, five absolutely. Minutes yep. He had a good point, though, earlier on. There's so much variance in college football early on in these games. Yes, I like that yep. point. Yep. All right, uh, it is Follow the Money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We were, uh, we will get to our in-pocket plays coming up next, and we're getting very good reaction on something that you brought up in the previous hour of today's show, and I, I think it's this simple, really. It just boils down to being this, keep it simple, stupid, and this person does. That's next. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. 
All right, in-pocket plays. Uh, Nothing new for tonight, but I did bet Oregon first half plus 10 against Georgia. I talked about that uh, yesterday on the show. I think if Georgia eventually pulls away and covers this number, that'll be in the second half. And uh, the Ducks can be feisty. I know it's a new coach. I know it's a new quarterback. But last year on the road, they were huge dogs when they went to Ohio State, won that game outright. So I like the first half plus a 10 there. And other bets I've made throughout the summer months, Saints over nine wins. To win the NFC South, plus 340. I, that number might still be around, actually, plus 340. NFL Coach of the Year, Kevin O'Connell, 18. And Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Jefferson, 20. For the Vikings, I am high on Minnesota this year. So some pending plays there. And if you're watching the show, a bunch of other bets that I made uh, going back all the way to early June. There so. you go. A lot of bets to like there, especially with the Browns. Okay. Uh, Sun Belt winner. We've hit some of these. Uh, during the course of the four or five years on this show, the best being UAB. Dustin, you're a little late to the party. Went to the Spearmint Rhino. Uh, we cashed that ticket. Troy, 14 to 1. I'll run down the reasons here because now the season starts Saturday. 5 and 7 last year. Lost a lot of close games. Returned 18 starters. New coach. Neil Brown, now at West Virginia, went 11 and 2, 10 and 3, and 10 and 3. They had the wrong guy in Lindsay. Didn't work out. But 2020, lost late to Coastal Carolina. Last year, lost a close one to Liberty. Liberty also lost by seven at Coastal Carolina. Uh, Phil Steele. Hey, Phil, put me on this too. The Troy D-line will be one of the best in the conference. And with their top pass rushers back, we expect them to wreak havoc this season. Uh, A lot of guys back, as I mentioned. And new coach angle, which I like. Maybe the close games go their way. Good price. But the other thing, and maybe we're in position to uh, to hedge later, I think they're going to miss Napier big time with Louisiana. Going 13-1, and a hell of a coach taking the Florida job. I think they come back to the pack if they surprise them. Oh, very possible. That could happen as well. And I think 14-1 uh, is worth a play. When they play Louisiana, they are off a bye. Louisiana is not. So I like that. Patriots make the playoffs. No minus 170. Eagles to win 10 games. Yes, minus 120. Race to make the playoffs, no plus 425. We got the McClanahan DL stint, too, in a brutal schedule in September. Dolphins, week, this is, continues to move. Dolphins money line week one against the Patriots, minus 140. Did you see this yesterday? Chiefs went to four and a half. Now week one against Arizona. Okay, well, that, that's, getting, that's getting hit by a big group then. Uh-huh. Uh, I laid three with the Chiefs a couple weeks ago. Against Arizona, that is week one, up to four and a half. There you go. Jets over five and a half. Colts to win the South. Colts over nine and a half. Getting cute, fun, funky. No tie this year, three to one. Longest field goal under six and 62 and a half yards. Old miss over seven and a half wins. Take a peek how easy the schedule is to start. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials. Posted after noon Eastern, betrivers.com. Not sure this uh, race schedule is as difficult as what people think it is. Oh, come on. Really? Nine versus the Blue Jays? Okay. Well, what? They're a slightly above average baseball team. Yeah, they're not playing good ball. They but have, that's still. That, that's t- you need to take that in consideration. Uh, the overall body of work can be misleading. Like the Yankees, again, they were on pace for 116 wins. Now they're terrible. They have been terrible for a long time. They have six against the Yankees yet. Okay. They can navigate that. I'm not scared. I know. Yeah, but that's... They have six against the Astros. That's dicey for sure. Three against Cleveland. Yep. Boston, six left. You never know. Boston could be spoiler. 
It's it's, it's overall. But, yeah. but I, I'm like what Mike Palm said though. I don't have McClanahan now. They have injuries. Who are you throwing? It's tough, but it's not as daunting as it was a couple of weeks ago. That I'll, I'll agree with you there. But still. where is uh, by the way Baltimore now down to the 14th hardest schedule? Two back. There's a big dip. Two back of the wild card right now. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 And they have 10 against the Blue Jays. I wouldn't be surprised if they go seven and three against Toronto. Not for one second. Yeah. What, what if Toronto is the team to miss out? Could you believe that? Good. I'd love it. I got nine to one. <laughs> That'd be something. That really would be that something. That would be something. Okay. I don't so, know. Yeah. They're not. It's it's strange what's going on there. R- refresh people. Uh, refresh their minds for people that just are tuning into the show right now. You brought up something with Leonardo DiCaprio earlier. Yes. It yes. It's it's been all over social media, and it's been it, it's it turning into a news item. Um. He won't date a girl over 25, and you go back and look at his resume, and it's we're talking like, it's not like, eh, nice to meet you, maybe we can have a courtship for a couple months. These are three, four-year relationships, a couple of years, any. but as soon as the girl gets in that age, it's like, okay, that's it, right. not going to work out. I'm go- I think he's already moved on, too. He's spotted with another model. But as soon as he gets to, th- my thing is, why wouldn't you look at, there's plenty of beautiful women out there. And I know DiCaprio can do what he wants in terms of pick of the litter. But you just say, eh, 25 or under, that's good for me. But to me, it's like, what are you doing from a hangability conversation standpoint? And I've had discussions about people this as well. Uh, well, and someone around my age group went out with a gal in that age. And she goes, the whole time on the date, they're on their phone. I go, well, that's how it is. That's what they're used to. He's like, well, you just got to say no phone. We gotta, we're talking no phone here on the date, but it's... And then what's the conversation going to be like? Yeah. That's yeah. what scares I mean, that, that's you. That's a and... big age. You're talking like mid-40s, late-40s, right. going down to 22, 23. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I remember this is a long time ago. This is before I met my wife. Uh-huh. I, I threw a Top Gun reference out at someone who was in their early 20s. Right over their head. This right. is a long time ago. Okay, yeah. I'm like, you never heard of Top Gun? No idea. I'm like, I don't. What am I, what, what's going to happen here? Like, Dustin's right. He was... He became the star with Titanic, and all women loved him because of Titanic, and they went to go see it. You know, my, my sister saw it like eight times in the theater. I go, it's the ship sank. Get over it. But Dustin's right. These gals don't, they weren't even alive when the thing No, so out. now that movie's older than the women are yeah. that he'll date. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, no, it's been out 20, 25 years now. You've seen it 11 times. You're 25. See you later. Bye-bye. I'm anyway, a, yeah, okay. so we kicked it around with Mike Pritchard. He's like, you can, I like Mike's answer. Yeah, you, you have a lot of game, right? Is what he said. You can, okay. But Mike, I, I'm more, I'd be more good with like early 30s. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the reaction, it's funny because like my Twitter feed just went, <laughs> it's the same thing. Mike North, trip checking in. It's pretty straightforward if you're Leo, the game. Yeah. Hey, my name, my name's Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. That's it. Period. Boom. That's all he's got to do. That's, all the, that's the only game that he needs. That does a whole other discussion. That, that's like the whole, that's, that, that's the exact thing Tiger Woods went through many years ago when I he was, was with just, Jeter and Jordan. I was going to say that. Yeah. G- Tiger Woods is hanging out with Barkley and Jordan, and, and Tiger's like, I don't know how to approach a woman. Yeah. What do I say? Say you're Tiger Woods. Yeah, say hi. My name's Tiger Woods. But it was and also it. how he was, yeah, he was also like this, right? Tunnel. It was golf. Golf, no woman. That's what the dad wanted. Get him out of your life. Focus. Yep. Golf, golf. And he, I didn't even want to talk to a woman. Yep. I was glad to see Tiger last night in the stands in a that box with Serena winning that. 
And uh, we're going to have Nigel on the program tomorrow. Nigel is in New York at the U.S. Open. And uh, he'll give some good perspective. Because she's now, after that upset last night, she was plus 220 in that neighborhood. And she pulled it off. Looked great. Uh, again, I'm no tennis expert. The broadcast crew said after the match was over, she could have beaten anybody in the world uh, the way she played last night. I, that's their comment. Whatever. I was like, mm, interesting. Uh, maybe. M- maybe not as well. Yeah. She plays a doubles match with Venus tonight. <laughs> which I don't know if it's good or bad. She kind of just I like... Know. Right? She's like, I, I want more reps. That's possible. She's only played six matches this year, as Chris Everett said on the broadcast. Do you think fatigue would set in? The other thing, that is a scene, man. Those fans are rabid. There's 24,000 there. All of them, but five people are rooting for her. So this could be maybe too much. The moment could be too big for the opponent. I mean, one's rooting against you. And oh, yeah. we don't get this this often in sports, but when it does happen, it's why we love sports. It's sure. the superstar Going out, how much is left? Can they make one more push and shock the world and everyone's rooting for them? Yep. And that's why, to me, again, I just, how could you not think of, especially when Tiger's there last night? That's right. This, to me, would be comparable to Tiger winning the Masters back in 2019. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I mean, she was 50 to 1 at a lot of books before this tournament started, and a lot of people, and probably rightfully so, said, come on, no chance. But now the bracket is open. She beat the number two ranked player that's in right. the world last night. Agree or disagree with the ranking. And so she's plus 250 to win her quarter. She's 6-1, to one, shop around, 6-1 to one to reach the final. And right now, between 12 and 20-1 to one to yeah. actually win the U.S. Open. Yeah, much like DiCaprio, too. I hear, can, can the, with the age, can the 40-year-old beat the girls in, their, in the 20s? And, and that's the other thing. Chris Everett kept bringing that up. I thought she was right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, enough, that's a, in a, a feat right there. I'm 40, you're like 24. Right. And she took it to her last night. Right. 21 major wins over top two seeds. No one has more than 15. And then 23 of the last 25 against top two seeds. She's won. Ridiculous. It's remarkable. And the whole thing, and then became a pro, turned pro in 95. Tim Duncan was the reigning rookie of the year when she had her first U.S. Open win. Brady hadn't thrown a touchdown at Michigan. And Michigan. Ah. I can't even wrap my 19. We were graduating high school. You're right. I know. When she broke in. That's absurd. It is. <laughs> Paul Charchian on the program coming up next. Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. He has a strong take on rookie running backs that I can't wait to hear. Coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. It's football season. Betters know this, and this is the time when money is made. No one knows VSIN. No one knows football like VSIN. Now's the time to become a VSIN subscriber. Get our college and pro guides. Only VSIN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team, stats, power ratings, win total predictions, player awards. Get the discounted rate, 175 Both guides access all the way through the Super Bowl or 40 a month. vcin.com slash subscribe. Get up there. Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian joins the program every Thursday at this time with guillotineleagues.com. The most exciting way, fresh, new way still, to go play fantasy football. Go check it out. All you have to do is play it once. You're going to be hooked. Charge, good morning. Thanks for the time as always. You have a strong take on rookie running backs that I can't wait to hear. Please share. I've never seen less momentum for a class of rookie running backs than this year. So there's Damian Pierce, who's awesome, and he looks like a strong rookie of the year candidate. And congratulations for those of you that got in on him. At, where did he start, Mitch? Was it 40 to 1? I got him. One? I got him right here at circa uh, 65 and 50. Five and 50 for Damian Pierce, who looks like a great rookie of the year candidate. Uh, by the way, coming up, Pro Football Focus's highest preseason grade for any rookie runner since, I believe, 2016. Wow. So, yeah, number one yards after contact. It, was just, it, looks, yeah, it looks great for Damian Pierce. But after that, it all falls apart. First rookie runner taken in the draft was Brees Hall. He hasn't been able to outplay sophomore Michael Carter to this point of the season. And Carter's been getting the first team looks and he's the presumed starter in, in week one. Uh. The second rookie runner taken in the draft, Kenneth Walker, hernia surgery, misses most of training camp, not going to be available for week one. Rashad Penny gets the first chance to just pick up where he left off. Remember, he was awesome in December last year. He gets the opportunity to pick up where he left off. And if he's if he's effective, that might keep Kenneth Walker on the bench for a long time. And then the next guy drafted James Cook. He's looked fine, but he's in Buffalo, and for fantasy use, he's going to share carries with Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, and his own quarterback. So you're not going to be able to rely much on James Cook either. So right now, outside of Damian Pierce, just not a lot of momentum for this rookie running back class. Okay. Now that we're here and and opening opening game in a week, what was the biggest mistakes you you saw and and people were doing during drafts? 
I think banking on Cam Akers is the single biggest mistake that people are making. And we, you and I, we've touched on this uh, maybe two, three weeks ago. No, no players ever come back from the Achilles injury. No running backs come back from the Achilles injury and been as productive as he was. And now already out for the last three weeks with an unspecified injury. We, we don't know what it is. He's returning to practice. Hope he goes. You know, we we don't know his status at all for Cam Akers, but I think this is going to be a sneaky timeshare, and I'm not touching him. And that's one of the guys that I, I think you're going to want to show a ton of caution on. Then the other thing that we're seeing that I think just as a not necessarily specific to a player, but a mistake that people are making, taking too many non-rushing quarterbacks early. And if you're going to take quarterback early, get the get the rushing upside when you Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen. Get the guys that can run you 50, 50 yards in a crack and okay. score a rushing touchdown. Those are the guys that break your scoring system open. Okay. Now, with staying with that now, what does what happens to Trey Lance with the Jimmy G news, in your opinion? Yeah, great uh, great question. And, and it, I think it changes really nothing here. I mean, if Lance is so bad that the team's going to pivot to Garoppolo easily, then he wasn't going to be good for your fantasy team anyway. Um, and if Lance gets mentally shaken up by Garoppolo being there, then he, then he wasn't meant to be a quarterback in this league anyhow. I mean, those things shouldn't even be factors here. This entire organization has backed Lance from the day they drafted him. They've done everything to put him in a position to succeed, including letting him learn from the bench last year, which I loved. Kyle Shanahan's got a long history of putting great athletes in a position to deliver the goods. Look at what he did for Debo Samuel throughout his entire career and then last year. I think I think that's going to happen here. I love Trey Lance, rushing quarterback. Here's where you're going to see. This is why I love Trey Lance. I the, the people who lose in fantasy football are the people who say, I can't trust it until I've already seen it. Well, at that point, that was already last year. You're playing last year's game or the year before's game. We're playing 2022, and you can't, you got to take some gambles on things you haven't already seen before. Those are the guys who lose fantasy leagues, the I can't trust it until I see it crowd. We're going to roll the dice on the crazy upside that Trey Lance has. I like it. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Paul Charchi and our guest, guillotineleagues.com. I think I do this every single year, where, and I'm in several drafts, obviously, but there will be a player or two that I look at and I consider, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to reach for him there. I'm not going to take him. And then by like week two, I'm like, why? Mitch, what is wrong with me? Why would I not? So who are those? Give, give us a player or two this year where it's like, okay, I, I want him, but I didn't take him. They could come back and haunt us. Yeah, and I, we all do this. So, you know, you go back oh. and you're like week one happens and, you know, some something becomes really obvious. Yes. You're going, <laughs> why? Where? Why was I not thinking of that? I'll give you two. That and now that I've got a there are a dozen drafts in the books, and I'm like, uh, the guys that I I I think I've passed on too much. If Patrick Mahomes is gonna throw high 30s for touchdowns, and let's say, and which is safe to say, Travis Kelsey eats like 12 of those, that leaves 25 touchdowns to go to somebody else. So who's the, the receiver that's most likely to get double-digit touchdowns from Patrick Mahomes? It's gotta be Juju Smith Schuster, right? He's the only guy in roster who's performed at a high level. He's had a 1400 yard season. Just two years ago, he scored nine times. If he can score nine times in a broken Pittsburgh offense two years ago, shouldn't he be able to get to 12 touchdowns this year? So Juju Smith-Schuster is one of them that I think we're passing on too much. And then the other one, if Aaron Rodgers is going to throw 34 touchdowns, which is seems likely, not going to Sammy Watkins. He hasn't topped three touchdowns in four years. It's not going to be Randall Cobb. He's ancient and he hasn't did any, didn't do anything last year. A year younger. Romeo Dobbs is a rookie. 
That leaves Alan Lazard. He scored eight times last year. Alan Lazard did. And they were making this too hard. Alan Lazard is a sure-handed six-foot-five wide receiver, and this team loves to throw near the stripe. Alan Lazard's sitting on a bunch of touchdowns, and I think it's a mistake. He's going to be one of those two guys. You're going to go, why did why did I pass on Alan Lazard five times? Okay, so are you okay with Juju then as a wide receiver number two? And then where would you put Lazard? I can't imagine like number two for him. Is that more of a wide receiver three or a flex spot for him? I think they're twos. I think they're both wide receiver twos. Okay. Wide receivers who score double-digit touchdowns are startable every single week. That's your second wide receiver on your fantasy team. Juju Smith-Schuster, Alan Lazard, both currently going off the board in the fifth round. I think they're great value plays there. I really don't take tight ends very early often when I'm drafting. Um, so based on that, I like to wait on taking my tight ends, but that's where it gets a little bit tricky, right? Because you don't want the guy yeah. who's going to go out there and give you two catches for 19 yards five times in the first eight weeks, and then you might score a touchdown here or there. It's like, it's so frustrating. Uh, so give us some dart throws who you have that I'm a guy like me. If I wait until whatever round it is to take a tight end, who, who should I be looking for? Yeah, it's around 12, you know, and you haven't taken a tight end yet. Who are you going to go to? Yeah, right. I'm going to make a case for David Njoku, Cleveland Browns tight end, picked 149 of your fantasy draft. Remember the team released Austin Hooper in the offseason and then made David Njoku the fifth highest paid tight end in football. So then obviously, you know, you, that's not an accident. They must like what they've seen. He's coming off a season with career highs in yards per target. And Kevin Stefanski uses his tight ends a lot. Fourth highest tight end target rate last year. And here's the kicker. And one of the reasons I think you can bank on David Njoku. Stefanski has targeted the tight end position more than any other position on his teams on plays that start inside the five-yard line in his, in his two years, Kevin Stefanski. So you're going to get some easy touchdowns coming from Njoku. Sneaky, like, 10-touchdown upside if things break the right way for David Njoku. You can get him at pick 149. Wow. All right. Tell everybody about the website and how to play this league, guillotineleagues.com. GuillotineLeagues.com, the premise is a little bit different. It's season-long fantasy football with 18 teams because there's 18 weeks in the season. No head-to-head. Instead, at the end of every week, the low-scoring team gets cut from the league and their entire roster goes to the waiver wire where it's pandemonium for the rest of us. All you have to do is not finish last. You don't have to be the best team. Just don't finish last in any given week. It's a whole new fascinating way to play. GuillotineLeagues.com. It's an amazing concept. Charge, you are the best. Uh, look, we didn't have time to get into our Rams bills today. But we'll break how it about down that? next week. Fast Big forward time. to next week. There we go, buddy. Tough game coming. Have Tough good... game coming. Yeah. We'll <laughs> talk to you in a week, my friends. Right, have a good week. <laughs> Bye-bye. There you go. Yeah, Paul charging every single Thursday. Yeah, we'll do some player props, too, on Thursdays throughout oh, the week, what he likes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this hour, the pro tip here on Follow the Money comes from Reese Davis. He told us that Utah, Houston, Cincinnati, and BYU are all sleepers for the playoff. How about that? All right. It's aggressive. I like it, though. B- BYU, okay. because of the schedule, he, he broke down. Every, so many people are high on Utah, and then either you know the Cougars or Cincinnati again. Yeah. Hey, how about John Lee? John Lee came in, and he brought these from Canada. Look at this. You can't get these in the States? Sour cream and bacon ruffles. Lay's ketchup. What's the other one? Mayonnaise uh, something? I, I think it's a mayonnaise type Look of chip. Look at this. Yeah. Thank you. I, this is... The first time I ever had ketchup potatoes on a fishing trip in Canada when I was like 15 years old. I took one bite. I'm like, where? you yeah. can't get these? <laughs> uh, so John Lee is I'm a... Try uh, it right now. He's a frequent emailer. Mailer, uh, very good. He lives in Toronto. Try it, please. They, they ha- it has to be good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. 
By the way, on the pro tip side, again, you're going to get at least 20 every single day. They're all available on the website, vcin.com. You can sort them by sport and by show. The real deal, Holyfield? Yeah, sour cream and bacon ruffle. There's a tip for you. Did you miss a VEASAN show? We have multiple daily and weekly podcasts to keep you up to date on all the latest sports betting action. VEASAN Best Bets bringing you the highlights from our daily lineup of shows, including Follow the Money and a Numbers Game. Market Insights with Josh Applebaum gets you ready with the Applebaum gets you ready with the Applebaum gets you ready with the Applebaum gets you There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.